watching One Piece. We are! Welcome to We Are Watching One Piece, an anime rewatch podcast for the anime called One Piece. My name is Joe, and I'm joined by Jory. How are you? I'm I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing all right. I'm still watching Naruto. <laughs> it's it's wild. I actually I, I think I tweeted about this earlier where I realized that this weekend I will be watching Naruto and playing Pokemon, which is basically what I did in middle school. <laughs> it's it's a wild sort of cyclical nature of of time, um, the human experience. Um, but that's, I guess that kind of ties into what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, uh, it, it really does. While you're um, back in 2007, I'm going to be in 2012. So I got L.A. Noir for the Switch, and I'm the only person in the world who never played it when it came out. So I didn't play it. <laughs> um, I was never a, I, well, that's a compliment. I was going to say I was never really a big fan of Rockstar games. Um. <laughs> The exception was I liked Bully a lot. I thought that limiting their demographic to kids made it less problematic. <laughs> um, so it was all right. I should play L.A. Noir, though. I need always always buy everything on the Switch. That's yeah, pretty much. Because so, one, um, one Piece games are coming to the Switch, so that's good. Yeah, Pirate Warriors is coming to the Japanese eShop. I don't know if it's coming to U.S. yet, but if I have to, I'll just make a Japanese account <laughs> for my Switch. <laughs> Whatever you gotta do. Um, yep. <laughs> so that sort of got us on topic because we're here to talk about One Piece. Sure are. That's what this whole thing is about, really. Yeah. <laughs> and you probably know that. If you're listening to this yep. show. Um. So we're gonna do episodes 184 through 189. You want to do more than five because there's a flashback that we wanted to finish. Um. A lot of a lot of flashbacks that will parallel <laughs> the end of Skypea. Spoilers. Um, oh boy. But yeah, let's let's get right into it. Um, it, it this first episode opens up with Anel getting the shit beat out of him. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of those. It's it's weird how this starts out because Luffy just seems to completely have the upper hand against him. So it feels weird that they've drawn out the fight. As long as it they have, even with like how long it took them to get to the point where he's actually fighting, like with uh crocodile and everything, he at least had like small altercations with him. But with this, it's just like nope, they don't even see each other till the end. <laughs> yeah, that's so weird, I th- and I think they had to do that to maintain the rubber thing. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think I think if they had any altercations before, like. <laughs> There goes that entire narrative through line. Yeah. But alternatively, pretty quickly into this scene, Luffy <laughs> is again disenfranchised and separated from Manel. So <laughs> Yeah. It's I, uh, I think eh. <laughs> It's it's uh. really upsetting how how that happens. It's At least this time I feel like there's a justification for it. Um in that the the ball on Luffy's arm is ends up being important. Yeah, and it and it's not and it's something that's even more like hard, difficult for Luffy to recover from. Like mm-hmm. it's melted around his arm, so it's just stuck there. I can imagine. Like I didn't. I've never really thought about it up until like Luffy got thrown off the ship. But 
it probably hurts a lot to be stretched to his limit. Like, it's probably really painful. Mm-hmm. There's that. There's also <laughs> the fact that he had to heat up the gold for it yeah. to happen. So, so it, like, <laughs> he has some it was horrible gold for yeah. a minute there. He has some really uh, bad burns under his giant uh, cast. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, I'm sure he'll be fine. This is this is one. Yeah. Um, so before that happens, the arc does get unstuck. Uh, I didn't realize it was stuck, but now I know that it's unstuck. Yeah, I didn't really realize that either. But uh, yeah, so that happens. Um, uh, so it starts to move. We see a bit of. We see it, basically everyone notice it. Yeah. When it gets unstuck, um, people trying to flee from Conus's fucking bazooka and uh robin who is awake and trying to move her dead friends um but yeah so anel traps luffy in the gold when he luffy i guess attacks him and then like whoops tricked (laughs) you pretty much he's just like haha and just like i i don't i don't understand how he's able to like manipulate the gold with the lightning but it's not that important i'm I'm assuming it's just like sheer heat (laughs) <laughs> but yeah he makes a giant 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 golden ball on Luffy's arm <laughs> yeah so he's just dealing with that now um, and it, it, it does it weighs him down as an anchor and Luffy's not on the ship anymore um, nope. he, he, he's stuck there for a minute and yells but uh, Enel just sort of kicks him, kicks him <laughs> yeah when he can't move uh, it's not really much that's intimidating about him. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, I've defeated your rubber by trapping you <laughs> in a giant ball. Can't beat that. <laughs> um, so, uh, we do, so we go back to Conus, who is uh, seeing the Ark and going to the, the Going Mary. Um, she's going to be surprised when she gets there. Uh, oh yeah because uh (laughs) before that um we we check on our boys who are currently asleep on the going mary they were dead now they're just asleep um yeah it's uh (laughs) this is a uh, this is a good old goof or it's to be expect i imagine it's a common occurrence when he's sleeping but sanji is talking in his sleep about he's on a beautiful date with nami and He's just having a grand old time, and uh, Usopp, he ends up, like, curling over to Usopp and is waked up at and horrified, because if you think you're uh, having a nice date on the beach with Nami, and you wake up and you're actually holding Usopp, imagine that's upsetting for some people. I'd be pretty happy, at least, because at least Usopp would be real, but... <laughs> Usopp <laughs> is a good friend. I'd be yeah. happy to hang out with Usopp. Usopp's probably really fun. He's probably too good at video games, so it'd give me like weird flashbacks to not having fun in Halo when you're like ten years old, because that kid always grabs a sniper rifle and wins. But I don't know. I feel like Usopp would think he's really good and only just sort of be okay. <laughs> like that's that's even better. <laughs> yeah. Um, hard to say. So they're up now. They're awake and moving, and um. I couldn't, I was, so I was reading a recap, I couldn't quite figure out what Sanji, how Sanji figures out that Nami's on the arc. I'm assuming it's dumb and horny, 
Yeah. <laughs> it was really, he just had like binocular vision. He's like, that's where she is. We got to go save her. I can sense because that she's it... there without a shirt on. <laughs> Pretty much. It's just kind of like, there's no real reason that he'd assume to go to the giant flying ship. So let's just get him there anyway. So <laughs> we can at least see something. So he can do something again after 15 episodes. Sort of. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> sort of. Um, so yeah, so they go off with uh, to the boat. Um, Sanji, of course, suggests using the Usapa. Which is <laughs> vital to this uh, operation. Um, so there's a conversation here between Anel and Nami where... Nami sort of shows off some character development that she yeah she, she she sort of explains that she you know likes stuff and money and things that money can buy but like it doesn't matter if she's like sad and alone with it and Anel murdered all of her friends <laughs> yeah it's uh it, it's nice to see that because before like, it just seems she's only driven by uh money and that she. She was originally was with Luffy and them to just for her own gain, but after uh stuff that makes you cry, she she joined them and was part of them. And she kind of reveals that these are like the first group of people she's ever actually felt close with, besides her uh sister and mom. So it's get that nice warm feeling that before everyone dies, Nami felt like she had friends, mm-hmm. or after everyone dies, <laughs> depending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Conus gets to the Mary and is like, "Hey, where'd the, where'd they go? I, I, <laughs> yeah. I told you to watch them, small fluffy thing, <laughs> small cloud fox thing. Hey, why couldn't you stop them? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and somehow it's it was able to decipher their plans and tells her, "Hey, they went up to the Ark because Nami was up there." <laughs> ah, yes, I completely but- understand. <laughs> that, so, somehow, As, somehow the fox understood it and conveyed it. Yeah. <laughs> so that's good. Uh, remember the small fox that was there? It's shown up a couple times. I don't think we mentioned it until it had to watch over Usopp and Sanji. Um, we have like mentioned that it's just kind of there, but it doesn't really do much. It's just yeah. I mean, it's not there. like a. It, it's weird that it's in these two scenes because it's kind of just inconsequentially cute up until yeah. then. <laughs> but I mean, also, I guess that's not uncommon to happen in One Piece because there was like the Kung Fu Dugong, which like hmm. conceptually <laughs> unimportant, <laughs> but also it's a thing that you're going to talk about. So. <laughs> so, that, I mean, that's pretty much that episode. Sanji, as, as they're going up onto the arc, Sanji which which I, I should mention, they're going up into the arc specifically with the, the Usopp, like, rope launch. <laughs> ah, yeah. Um, which is extremely dumb, but I love it. Uh, Sanji talks about if, if anything happens to Nami, he'll become, what I read said, the devil of the Blue Sea. What <laughs> the fuck is he talking about? I think it's just like, it has just like a weird translation thing there, but... I didn't notice anything weird with the subs. I just feel like he he said something like he'll become big, scary, and mean, and beat Enel up. Okay, but 
<laughs> I don't know. It's it's interesting to read that. I wonder what subs or dub <laughs> it was mentioned in. Um, especially considering like Sanji in the next arc, I think is sort of like, were they just how what? <laughs> we'll figure it out. Um. But yeah, so we see Nami sort of preparing to use the climate act to defend herself, which is interesting conceptually that, like, I'm glad Nami sort of being able to use her knowledge and control over weather in this situation. It didn't pan out as cool as I'd hoped. Like, when I saw her do that, I was like, oh, man, we're going to see her do some crazy cool manipulation using, like, Mm -hmm. water and mini storm clouds. she'd be able to do a lot more. Against Anel, but yeah, I guess I think it's just a sheer <laughs> power level. Like he has, he is electricity. He's made of it. He controls it. She can sort of slowly yeah. make tiny electric. <laughs> so yeah, I, I was just like, I was hoping for some sort of like before uh, Usopp and Sanji came up to save her and they left. I was just hoping for some like really cool setup for her to like chain a bunch of his lightning between little clouds that he didn't notice to zap him and she's like yeah i think i got him which it wouldn't do anything well, but it'd be it, it, neat it, it, it'd be see. emotionally satisfying <laughs> um, yeah be one of those things thing, of I, I think that's that's very <laughs> underrated in shonen is that you don't like especially like i see this a lot in tournament arcs where you don't have to win but it's yeah still extremely <laughs> satisfying what happens because like both I'm in the tuning exams of Naruto right now. I just saw that happen. And uh, My Hero Academia did that. It's probably more common than the shonen I've seen because I've only seen a handful. Um, like, what your example makes me think back to is, like, I remember watching Yu Yu Hakusho when it was on Toonami. Which is, which is a sh- tournament shonen, like, front to back. Almost. Yeah, like, a big portion is the tournament. And I remember, like, the coolest part about that was, for the most part, the people they faced off against, like, half and half, one were just, like, evil dickheads, and the other half were just, like, competent fighters who do really cool stuff, and even if, like, the person, like, even the person on the good guy side is lost or anything, you saw something cool happen, so it was satisfying. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, it doesn't, like, you don't need to have, like, the bad guys beat, but to, just for them to pull out, like, cool attacks is satisfying mm-hmm. to see yeah more more often than not i think emotional stakes are more important than uh other stakes um yeah does the <laughs> dragon ball z tournament do anything like that what is it the cell cell games it this the cell games not really most of the cell games is just everyone realizing how much they how much useless they are compared <laughs> to everyone else but because the, I, I the think structure that stuff of character is... powers in that show is extremely dumb. <laughs> yeah, and, and like the the things you get, from, I think you get more of it out of Dragon Ball than you do Dragon Ball I think Z. Super back when it was more I think martial Super's arts. Trying to do some of that shit Super, too, though. Yeah, the stuff I've seen with that sounds really cool, but I don't like the Dragon Ball sub. Sub. Yeah, that's so. my, that's my concern but... when I catch up with Naruto. <laughs> like, how far can I watch it with the dub before I have to like change <laughs> my entire perception of reality? Um, hopefully pretty far <laughs> but what <laughs> what I think like the big thing I think of that's like really satisfying in Dragon Ball is I remember like laughing at it as a kid too is 
uh, Krillin goes up against a, a big guy who's gotten far in the tournament, who the only reason he's won is because he's been like a mountain hermit his whole life, so he's never taken a bath. So everyone just like passes out from how bad he smells. <laughs> That's funny. And Krillin is like terrified fighting him, and like he thinks he's gonna lose because he's like too scared to like dodge dodges like punches and stuff. And Goku yells, "Don't worry, Krillin, you don't have a nose <laughs> because you never <laughs> see Krillin's character like his his drawing with a nose." So he just he's like, it's "Oh yeah, incredible he wins!" Like. <laughs> you get those satisfying moments even though there's really like not much to That's come so out good. of it <laughs> i should watch I, I, i'm cur- I, like i never know if i should watch or read things i feel like dragon ball is a thing i might read also like dragon ball z i definitely have to watch because i need to see piccolo get his driver's license <laughs> let's get back to one piece um, yeah, that's what which, all gets the sidetrack there. But yeah, shonen's <laughs> shonen's isn't always the same. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. Um, Anel, we get right back into it with Anel noticing notices the boys notices that um I think he says rats are coming to save Nami, who Nami yeah. thinks everyone is dead and has no yeah. idea who they are. <laughs> She's just close because everyone's just gone mm-hmm. and. It's uh, we get we get uh, it's it's fun that Usopp like no matter what is just kind of upset and <laughs> like, understandably doing something goofy I think this time no matter what like <laughs> he, he's already been murdered once so of course he doesn't want to go get murdered a second time like, I mean and that's just in Skypea. Yeah, exactly. He he was like in a full body cast for like the last I don't know, fourth of Alabasta. <laughs> yeah. So um he's gone he's gone through some stuff and he's he's a better sport than I think we give him credit for. Because um, yeah. he's definitely like the bottom of capability when it comes to like survivability. So um He's Usopp is good. Usopp's a good boy. Um, so they they split up. They get into the boat, like the inner the inner machinations of the boat, and they split up, which Usopp's not a fan of. Yep. So, Sanji's just like, "Hey, I'm gonna do something. Go distract him." Mm-hmm. <laughs> which I don't think, from what happens next, I don't think Usopp comprehends that. Um, yeah, but uh. <laughs> It's, it's, yeah, from really what from what happens, it just seems more of Usopp's just kind of running away, terrified, and San- Sanji like uh, is doing stuff, and he tell- basically says like, "Well, there's a good chance one or both of us could die trying to stop this guy, but again, if if we save Nami, it'll be okay. Like we we di- we died for a good reason." <laughs> And Which it's is, nice that he does it without being horny about it, so yes. he does it in more of a, this is a, the good thing to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Occasionally, Sanji's good. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I, I, I almost think it outweighs. I think Sanji being good outweighs him being shitty, but also I think a lot of his good things come from, like, a absurd stubbornness. Yeah. So, he's... Uh, He's he's that type of character. Yeah, I, th- I think means. we've we've mentioned it before, or maybe it was like offhand that we mentioned it. But like the reason why Sanji's like being in love with every woman works is because 
he gets turned down all the time or like they just completely ignore it so it's mm. not doesn't create a weird feeling that he's going after all these women it's more of just like a gag but it plays yeah. into his like kind of personal code that he presents like he wants to like when it's done for that it's up for like gags but overall he's like cares more about the well-being of like nami or other people before himself yeah i think <laughs> there are there are definitely situations <laughs> where it's just in such high quantity that it wears yeah. thin um uh fishman island comes to mind yeah um, and and we'll get there in like 20 years but <laughs> it's uh it's it's a balancing act sanji's sanji's always a balancing act for me of whether or not i i like him or not um but he's good for the rest of skype i think um so uh we see a lot of shots of shandians and uh skypeans pretty much everyone's just sort of preparing for the end of days yeah everyone's just kind of vacating it's it's getting pretty bad um everyone can definitely tell that the world is just falling apart and it's kind of i can imagine like the terror in anyone in this in like the white seas when they're thinking the only the only way we can survive is if we go down to the blue sea where we've never been like they have to go to a whole new plane of existence basically to uh (laughs) to keep on living yeah it's it's pretty i mean it's it's existential dread yeah sure (laughs) um we we, i forgot to mention this earlier and i don't think you did that uh anel noticed isa and pierre flying around the arc oh yeah uh he, he he does that and then strikes them down yeah, with that, like, they, they see Luffy falling, and they try to catch him or something. That's kind of what was going on. And then, just lightning strike. <laughs> They're yeah, gone. Yeah, so, so that was a while ago, and now we, we <laughs> tune back in to see fucking Isa mourning over Pierre's corpse. Um, yeah. Which is a bummer, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, I, we, I almost, you know... Don't give One Piece the credit of the narrative because I assume everyone comes back to life. If I don't that, remember, yeah. The, so they they haven't at least from what I've watched, I haven't seen him back. But someone flew a bomb into the air, ex- had a giant <laughs> bomb explode in his hands, and then he just he got to see his own uh, headstone. Also, so. a lot of people have been presumed dead after God yeah. smit them down, <laughs> and one of them was Usopp, who is alive right now. So. Yep. Who knows? And um, one of his I, people I, drowned I, himself. Yes, <laughs> fucking chopper. Um, so, Isa goes and notices Luffy. Um, she seems confused about the giant ball of gold. Yeah, um, it's it's ironic that that's literally like all they wanted out of Skypea before they left was gold, and now it's like the bane <laughs> of Luffy's ability. Um, I've never, uh, I've, I didn't think about that, and I, I don't even know. Right if it, I don't even know if it was intentional, but that is deep. <laughs> it, yeah, I, I literally like, I didn't realize any significance of that until just now, as I said it. The, so. the, the, the like, the whole th- reason they're there has now become a burden. Like <laughs> capitalism, <laughs> basically. Yeah. So, uh, Luffy knows. That he's going after the bell, um, which is straight up the beanstalk, straight up giant jack. 
So that, that's Luffy, what everyone assumes. Well, I think Anel knew, and they just assumed he would be right. Yeah, which we get some uh, a little bit more interesting uh, when we get to the flashback stuff that comes up, which we mm-hmm. kind of realize how that's going to go. But <laughs> yeah, we, we, uh, we kind of glossed over it in Jaya um, that the bell was important to to the <laughs> the land of gold. Yeah, and then the story, which we now know we're at, uh, <laughs> but the the bell ends up being pretty important for the whole sort of narrative arc. Um, yeah, <laughs> and so so Luffy is running to the Beanstalk with Isa and Pierre's yeah. corpse. I I also there was a I I thought it's funny how Robin was transporting uh, everyone's bodies. Mm-hmm. Um. What she did is she just had little feet pop out from under them and just walk with them, and it looks really funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love how smart Robin's powers are. It's extremely good. Usopp <laughs> arrives. Oh, And then yeah. is, everyone is surprised, including Usopp, when he realizes that Sanji isn't there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, you just gotta assume Sanji was with him, but no. <laughs> yeah, I think this is after Nami is sort of deflecting some of Enel's attacks, which yeah, that's pretty she's much all she does, barely surviving. Mm-hmm. Um, she just yeah, she just sort of uses her clouds <laughs> to sort of redirect uh, the the lightning bolts. But he pretty much immediately is like, oh well, I can just avoid that. <laughs> I can just make them bigger. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah. So Usopp sort of swings in, uh, metaphorically, with an attack that, of course, doesn't do anything, no. and um, then runs away, and then comes back to save Nami, and then asks Nami to save him, and then they just sort of jump around for a while. Yeah, it's uh, Usopp also tries to cast us some spells. <laughs> which is um i mean it's funny it, it's that's the point it's, it's definitely like it's a dire situation going on with everyone and then usopp is just kind of uh being goofy um <laughs> and i i think just the the thing that's funny is that he's like his spells are him saying like painful things um, or he's just like, you have needles under your nails, and then at all, like, he doesn't care. Well, Nami, like, over here is just like, oh no, <laughs> like, <laughs> and just some other, like, dumb stuff. I'm gonna make you think of and, a uh... really upsetting mental <laughs> image. I, I mean, that's yep. bad, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so Nami gets to, uh, the waiver, and then uh, Usopp gets killed again. Yeah, Usopp's dead. <laughs> For the second well, time. Well, I mean, mostly. He's mostly dead. Um, <laughs> and he's like, go without me. I'm dead as shit. <laughs> yep. And useless. Um, but before he is, uh, <laughs> you know, murdered for real, uh, Sanji steps in. And yep, he gets killed. Kicked by someone with super strong legs out of yeah, the way. Sanji kicks him onto the waiver, um, and you know makes them leave. 
whilst while Sanji, <laughs> you know, does his chivalry thing. He, which actually, I I really yeah, he, really like what Sanji <laughs> does in this scene. And it, he does he does what you'd expect like him to do, which there's a giant lightning thing coming at him, and he just lights a cigarette. Yeah, well, yeah, he he, he light he uh he thanks. <laughs> He's like, thank you for lighting my cigarette with your electricity. Which is like, <laughs> I can't imagine a more badass thing um, yeah. from, like, anyone right now in the Star Hats. Um, it's just it's just very, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm dead. Who cares? I'm cool. <laughs> I imagine, like, Sanji would sort of do a weird sort of, like, lift his head up real quick when he talks. Like, yeah. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways, he's, he's actually dead as shit. Um <laughs> Um, but yeah. before he falls down, <laughs> the ship sort of malfunctions a bit. Yeah, it uh start it starts like shaking and like starts plummeting some. Um, the the thing that kind of sucks with this though is that even though the m- mechanics of it aren't working, this kind of leads into the next episode. But like so the like electric components aren't working and like the clouds stop forming. But it still is flying because there's just tons and tons of air dials on the sides keeping it afloat. So it can at least stay floating, but it can't go anywhere or do what he yeah, wants. Yeah, it kind of it slows down and, his progress for a little bit. Um, yeah. Just a little bit. A little bit. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, so Anel sort of disappears to go fix this um, while Sanji lays fairly conscious, if conscious at all. <laughs> um, not conscious for long. Uh, but Usopp comes back with the Usopp uh, and uh, talk, talks to his corpse, <laughs> drags it away. Um, tries to safely land and fails terribly <laughs> at it. Yeah, <laughs> he. We just get a a good old gag of him almost falling to his death, but the rope is just short back. enough that yeah. he doesn't hit the um, ground. Yeah. <laughs> so Nami goes to, to actually save them. Yeah. We're we're reaching the 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 in, end of arc setup that One Piece is, is known to do, I think so far at least. Uh and as yeah. Anel uh is, is no no. Anel is fixing his boat. Uh Luffy is getting to the beanstalk, <laughs> uh realizes that Robin is not where she was when he left the first time. And um yeah. <laughs> uh he just assumes that she went up the beanstalk and starts running up himself, which is where he's going anyway. And he does Yeah. <laughs> as he runs up see Robin's group with everyone. Uh I don't know what I don't know where she is. And like I don't know if she's on top of like some ruins, I'm assuming, or like a leaf. Yeah. She, they they've been kind of going up the okay. beanstalk. That's kind of where she was taking them. I think they're just okay. higher up than him. Yeah. So he he sees them, or Isa points it out actually, and <laughs> he's like, "Oh, cool!" Yeah. And then he throws Isa <laughs> down there. It's like, "Hey, take care of the, yeah. take care of this <laughs> la- lost sassy child, um, <laughs> and the bird as well." Yeah. And <laughs> he continues running up. With just his giant gold <laughs> ball dangling behind him awkwardly, and that's that's Luffy for a while. <laughs> yeah, we get uh some g- we get we get some good gags when he's running with the ball, where it uh builds up too much momentum and starts rolling with him, and he's turns into like a, a giant bowling ball, and uh, 
It's just a physical humor. Yeah. Physical comedy. <laughs> you know how Skype P is about to be burned to the ground and destroyed forever? <laughs> we need moments of levity. <laughs> yep. So that's good. Um <laughs> so Nami's running up and uh we see a couple people in, in, in well actually first we see Team Nami um <laughs> carrying along uh, like a corpse and a half. Yeah. <laughs> uh, meet up with Team Robin. Uh, yep. and all of her corpses are starting to wake up. Yeah. It's been a, like a couple episodes since they've died for the second time. Um, God, Jesus, Skypea. Uh, but yeah, so Wiper, Gonfall, and Zora wake up. And Nami starts to follow up the Beanstalk with the waiver to get Luffy. Because now, you know, he's the only one not there. And they just want to get the fuck out. And we s- swing into the next episode with Anel starting to... Fuck some shit up. Because now he's fixed his boat. His his dark clouds are, are up in, in action. So he just starts to destroy, I think, the upper yard? Yeah. <laughs> Setting shit on fire with electricity? Yeah. Um, The the whole world's just ending and it's bad. <laughs> like... Yeah, there's a, there's a scene I skipped over of people trying to evacuate. And I think <laughs> on our, our continuous themes... Um, the weird lady at the front charging extremely high tax to leave. Yeah, she's she's asking. She said she's taking pictures. Like you guys have to pay this much to leave, and everyone's like screaming. Like it doesn't matter. We're all going to die if you don't leave. <laughs> but she's just it's very upsetting. She's just trying to 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 make that money. That's that's all that's important. Make that money. <laughs> dollar dollar bills. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not even like. They're evacuating before things get scary. There's like complete islands exploding and things falling Shit's down and fucked. breaking. Like it, it's it's at this point the only way. There's no point in them even trying to stop Enel except for the basis of they need a way to get Luffy's arm free. Like his plan, yeah. his plan is done. He's he's kind of won for the most part. He's, <laughs> I mean, his his plan is to send it down and then fuck off somewhere better yeah. so he hasn't you you could still fuck up his day yeah um he could ruin his and, day and, and, and since he's after the the bell which which leading up to it, we're gonna realize oh it's not there haha but mm-hmm. it's it's gonna be that thing where well we could assume well once he gets down on skypea because he has all this power he's gonna get bored and would probably go to the blue sea we can assume <laughs> Yeah, um, it you you shouldn't really. L- Luffy's not one to a let a grudge go. Oh or yeah. B, uh, you know, sort of let people wander if they're evil like this. I guess yeah. it's and and Nell is easily like the least cohesive example of Luffy's ethics and morals and why he fights because yeah. pretty much every other thing is very clear why he's doing it, whereas Nell. <laughs> It's kind of like, oh, he hurt my friends, and now there's gold in my arm. And, yeah, it's um, more of like... Luffy doesn't even... <laughs> Luffy doesn't even really... I mean, it, it kind of feels that way near the end of... he. It doesn't... Like, I don't feel like he should have an emotional connection to the story, but I guess he does. Yeah. So it's kind of weird. Like, the, the, the story of Nolan and the, and the backstory that we're about to learn. Um, the, the thing really keeping Luffy is just that, like, he's... His friends got hurt. And and all pissed him off, which is really all you need to do 
I mean, Lu- yeah. Luffy was pissed off and hated Crocodile without even knowing who he was for 60 episodes. <laughs> yeah, he pretty much immediately was like, all right, I'll kick his ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I just met you, so. Yeah. <laughs> to Vivi. Um, so there's that. Um, yeah, I think Skype is weird because it, it it mixes that with a really good backstory. So it's kind of just like, Luffy is sort of an accidental vehicle for conveying all of this. <laughs> Doesn't matter, because um, that's not what we're going to talk about for the rest of today. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, um, Wiper, we see Wipers sort of wake up and watch all of this destruction, and as Ice is trying to get him to flee yeah. with them, he decides to reminisce yeah. for an hour and a half. We get like a double flashback, which is, I didn't realize that that's, I didn't like comprehend that's what it was, it didn't cross my mind how fucking stupid a, du- a double flashback is, but it works. It's just- Yeah, he's uh, somehow remembering someone's flashback, I yeah. guess. <laughs> he's remembering a story, he he thinks back to, to when um he was a kid- and the head of the uh, Shandians is like, you descend from the great warrior of our time. Um. <laughs> yeah, so he's remembering the stories. Yeah. In his, in his memories. <laughs> yeah. Gets pretty deep. <laughs> um, so this story is about Calgara. I yes. Think. I'm, I don't, I'm assuming I'm pronouncing that right. Um, it's been a while. Calgara is really cool. He um, is. I like him a lot. <laughs> Both character design and personality, and just I don't know, cool dude. And uh, we also this is also about uh, Nolan. Yep. Who before before recording we talked about how kind of fucked up this is. Yeah. That uh, <laughs> this this story is kind of tragic and sad, and um, especially for Nolan, and it he gets murdered for it, and then it <laughs> becomes a-, a sort of a. a kids book where they teach you to not yeah. lie yeah it's basically like a boy who cried wolf situation but instead of like the boy who cried wolf has it has a lesson it's don't be a lying little shit because no one will believe you this is literally hey look at all this good stuff i've done traveling oh no because of nature my stories look fake i'm dead <laughs> like, yes, no- like, yeah he's not a liar actually <laughs> yeah it's, it, i think and it's it's meant to be a story of redemption yeah that uh the whole sort of emotional through line is i don't remember i think is it cricket the one that's in yeah jaya right now yeah uh it's, it's sort of getting because he doesn't even know if it's true yeah because um, it's been 400 years yeah, I mean it's been it's been a minute. So he's he's sort of living with this shame and sort of the emotional through line is like, oh well we'll just no, we'll just prove it for you, I guess. And also we like gold. Um and I think that gets lost in in the plot of Skypea pretty easily, that that's sort of a you know, a kickstart for the whole thing and it does pay off in the end. Um It's good. It, it I, I would really like to see Cricket in wiper hangout <laughs> that that would be a, a satisfying thing now that you say that like i wouldn't have thought about that but i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a big old dragon ball spoiler here that's not that big of a thing but it's kind uh-huh. of the same thing which we've had enough tangents but it it made me think of this really good one that relates to this situation like the end end of dragon ball gt is goku's like great 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 grandson 
facing off against Vegeta's great 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 grandson in the in like the world tournament, and it hark mm-hmm. it's a it's a nice throwback to like when even though GT isn't canon, it's a nice throwback to at the end of when they first meet. They're, they kind of make a vow of like, we're going to fight again someday. We're going to like settle this. And kind of that's an ongoing thing between the two through the rest of Dragon Ball Z is we're going to settle this. And into GT and stuff, they don't really do that. But that's a nice thing that like their, their grandchildren are carrying on their kind of rivalry. Even though the kids have no idea who each other are. It'd be the same yeah. thing with Cricket and Wiper. Like they wouldn't know, but it'd be like the way they'd just be like a nice thing of like, well, shit. <laughs> yeah we don't ever everything <laughs> exactly we, that everything we love has been lost pretty much and then they they just like connect and it'd be nice <laughs> yeah it'd be pretty dope <laughs> um but yeah so the the story's pretty simple it's kind of it's really fleshed out in these couple episodes yeah we're not going to go into every <laughs> in every detail um i th- i think like the the thing it, that you... it's kind of i think it's just really putting an extremely real world um situation onto the Nolan story and fleshing it out and yeah his relationship <laughs> with uh with well Shandia specifically because this is pre um it being a sky island obviously yeah. um and but interestingly enough the Shandorans still have wings on their back <laughs> it's like a yeah, minor okay. thing that I've just been I've been noticing it's just it makes sense in the sky thing because the god angels whatever but they had wings on their back that are just kind of visual. <laughs> there's there. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I guess there's that. Uh, so, yeah, the, the bell is important. Um, trying to think of something else I was going to mention. Oh, yeah, we, we talked about this before the recording, too. Um, we, we talked, I think, early on about sort of the weird parallels and references to sort of a manifest destiny sort of thing yeah bullshit with um skypeans trying like taking the land yeah um i i think nolan sort of provides that role <laughs> in a way like yeah. obviously it's not it's not a clear parallel because columbus was a, a garbage man <laughs> yeah and nolan's genuinely nice and means well yeah um, and like the whole thing like what we can gather from nolan's expeditions is that he's out discovering things like he's going out into the parts of the Grand Line where no one else has gone, or like where people don't regularly go, and he's documenting it for like whatever reason. It's not very clear, but it's just he seems to be. It seems to be an interest of his, and we get like this vague like clash between um him and Calgara between like tradition and science, kind of which is just a a thing that we throw in there. Like, a good part of them before they become friends is um, Kalgara going, this has always been our tradition, and uh, Nolan being like, fuck you, science is good. (laughs) 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 Like, fuck you. I I do, like, my favorite thing, like, with this is that we also get to see our good friend, the giant snake. (laughs) Yeah. We get to see his dad get murdered. Oh no. Now I feel bad for the snake, which I kind of already did. It's like this this tragic snake who just he's going by instinct. His day is just ruined by a rubber boy <laughs> and his friends. Like we just we see this 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 thing they And I they, think Anel. 
Yeah. Like, just all, all the stuff going on, like, um, the sacrificial altar that was in the upper yard appears to always, has always been its purpose, which is, is neat. Um, I guess the, the thing that's been going on in the flashback that establishes this is that the village in, of Kalgara has, um, they have, people have been getting sick with some sort of, like, weird fleshy mold-looking stuff, and people are drastically dying and scary, so they have to sacrifice, uh, Calgaro's daughter volunteers to be sacrificed for it, and right before she's eaten, Nolan just, like, runs out and cuts the giant snake's head off. Um, yeah. And, uh, his crew is gonna be put to, uh, put to death for it, and he's like, wait a minute, I bet, I, I know I can save all of your people if you just let me go, and it kind of, uh, um, because of that, like, he's able to go and, like, he says he can do it in 24 hours. If he can't, they'll kill him. And what that kind of leads into is, uh, Nolan confronting with Kalgara because Nolan's about to die through, like, plate shifting and stuff, and he's crushed between rocks. And he's like, I know exactly what the problem is. Hundreds of thousands of people on other islands have died because of it. We can save you. And he, uh, he saves them, and they have a good old party time after that. Like, everything's good. Like, we get, uh, just nice scenes of, like, them having fun, enjoying each other's company, talking about stuff, and he's like, hey, man, tell me about this golden city. And we also get some more history of, like, the Poneglyphs and stuff. And it's just weird, like, how old they are, because Kalgar's like, yeah, we've just always protected this giant slab that tells the real history. Forever. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like, extremely that... old as shit. <laughs> like, like when Wait, I saw that, I was like, hey, I know what that is. Maybe this is the origin of it. No, they're just like, we just always have. Yeah, no, it's so ancient, <laughs> and that's why no one remembers it or knows how to read it. It's because it's been buried so deep. <laughs> there, I mean, yes and no, we learned about an origin of it, but... Yeah. <laughs> it, I mean, here's the thing. We know it's where it's going to get addressed at some point yeah where i'm at um but but also <laughs> i think you'll learn you you're like you don't really have a reason to care yet other than curiosity but i think uh next arc you'll sort of learn why they're important beyond <laughs> just okay history is good but yeah no it's yeah. cool that that's it, it's it's cool that it's brought up now because i think it helps with the next arc um, is sort of being like, oh yeah, there are people that protect Poneglyphs. Um, okay. So, because um, I, I think I mentioned that last week, that that's kind of a trend of people being like, yes, this Poneglyph is important and I protect it at life. Yeah. But also, <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the government doesn't like people who know how to read it. So, um, <laughs> that that's 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 a little scary. Yeah, I mean that's. <laughs> half of robin's issues but um just half <laughs> find out about that in five years right. uh well yes <laughs> and no it'll be a while but also um water seven and indus lobby are very very long so yeah um <laughs> we're, we're not far off now yeah because we're, we're nearing ramping up skype is there there's a bit more of these flashbacks i think yeah the flashback covers like three episodes 
Um, like this, like important things we get out of it is stuff that like uh, Helgar explains that the bell is kind of like whenever they like ring it for it to be like a guiding thing for the souls of their people to find home, um, and to like let them know that hey, we're still here in Shandora, um, still doing what you guys were were doing. So it it, it is. I, I didn't make that connection when I was watching it, but now it, it kind of. Enel was, his assumption was, this would be a perfect thing for my giant arc, is this bell. I'm truly deserving of this bell. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he knows what its history was, but it kind of fits in with it anyways, that it had some, like, afterlife godly connotations to it. For someone with such powerful <laughs> mantra, I don't know if Enel knows anything. <laughs> yeah. He's kind of <laughs> that is very straight, like, forward-minded. Um, despite all powers and <laughs> abilities he had, to the point where I think if he was smarter, he would be successful. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he's arrogant he, and dumb. If he was smarter, he would have uh, just gone to the Blue Sea. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, he knows it exists. Yeah, he would have just murdered people and it wouldn't have been a big deal, but he's very... He, he, <laughs> he thinks he has to be sort of a higher, more important form of murderer. Um. <laughs> Pretty much, he he wants to murder with with his own just cause. Yeah. Ah, yes, the the murder of a god, the most just, most just murder. Um. Anyways. Uh. Yeah. So yeah. So but, uh, Nolan. Nolan makes some mistakes. Thing. He 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 un he inadvertently made a mistake. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, not intentionally. What? Yeah, just just one day they uh, um, they they walk into town, and uh, after things are going great, like to the point where like they've been helping him like grow more plants, and it, it is like you com- like you compare it to Christopher Columbus. It is this weird like Christopher Columbus pilgrim kind of thing where they're kind of learning from both of each other. The really yeah, like that's, that's a bit poor more ver- like it's it's, it's <laughs> kind of a mixture of the Christopher Columbus narrative that we're taught, <laughs> obviously not what happened, and also yeah. <laughs> the Pilgrim Thirteen Colony shit that we're taught, not what really happened. Um, <laughs> fun, fun fact: if you live in South Dakota, you learn you act, you learn a little bit I hope more so. more of the truth, but uh, that's that's not one piece related at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh. Yeah, they they arrive in the village one day and everyone just hates them out of nowhere and they're like, "You guys should probably leave. If we see you in the village again, we'll kill you." Kalgara won't let us murder you, even though we really want to. <laughs> and they're like, "What the fuck?" And Nolan like tries to see Kalgara. He's like, "Hey, the bell hasn't rung in a while since we've been here. What's wrong?" And uh, Kalgara like stabs at him with the, like throws a spear at him and it like cuts his cheek. And he's like, hey, if you uh, don't want to die, you need to get out of here. Um, but why? And we just, <laughs> and it, it's, it's just real, <laughs> it's real dumb. It's something that would only happen in like a TV show or like an anime or something. But it, it, it leads to like a satisfying but also sad thing where basically, um, everyone's like oh man that sucks we gotta leave and they all hate us and uh Kalgaro's daughter walks up to the the doctor of his crew and is like hey 
the the trees you cut down um were <clears throat> like she didn't realize that it was for the reason like the actual reason they're cutting down those trees because no one mentioned that hey can we cut down some trees to take home so we can kind of record the different fauna we've been finding the flora we've been finding and he's like sure whatever i don't think you're gonna kill my ancestors but then by he doing did that. But guess what? But that's what he did. He uh, it turns out the trees they cut down were uh, what they believe the golden bell kind of directs them, and the souls reside in those trees and watch over. And the doctor's like, "Oh fuck! If we didn't chop down those trees, you all would be dead." And she's like, "Even though um, the only reason they didn't kill you is because they're not dead, and even though you guys didn't know." that the trees were important to us, they're not going to forgive you. And it's just kind of sad. And uh, <clears throat> while they're leaving, uh, I, she uh, she runs back to the village and tells Kalgara, hey, it turns out th- that by cutting down those trees, that was the only way for us to live. And Kalgara's like, oh no, I've made a big mistake. I've got to go stop them before... They go get to the airport and fly off, and I can never see see my best friend again. <laughs> it's just that kind of thing where they're on a time crunch to to meet to see each other and make up. And uh, they uh, <laughs> run. They run. He runs to the beach, and while the boat is way too far off, um, they're just kind of like screaming at each other. Well, <laughs> they're like the bell starts ringing. And Kalgara is like on the beach, like screaming about Noland, and they're all remembering their friendship, and they're crying, and like, "Please come back! We'll keep ringing the bell so you guys can come back." And Noland's like, "Yes, I'll come back and see you guys again. We're such best friends." And it's gonna get <laughs> and, more uh, sad. Yeah, <laughs> Noland gets to gets to his kingdom. It's like, "Hey, man, I found a city full of gold," and to just really drive home, um. Uh, about um, what's how shitty these people are. The king and like his advisors all just like like weaselly fucking assholes. Like you see them like they're scumbags. <laughs> and afterwards, they've like uh, th- they prove the trip. And he's like, "We'll come with you this time with my soldiers." And but unfortunately, um. When they go to uh, ring ring the bell, um, they're greeted by a, a little snake who is um, the who we can assume is the snake who we've seen tortured enough as it is. And it's a cute little guy. Um, <laughs> they uh, go to ring the bell. They just keep saying, "Hey, you'll be back," but the sky goes dark and the southbirds are like freaking out, and uh, the ground like breaks apart and it shoots way up into the air where yeah so that's uh, the the knock it gets to the point that i think we're all <laughs> yep familiar with and then when they get there which the way they make it seem like is like they came a day after <laughs> yeah. which would be real which <laughs> it's yeah. extra upsetting is like they came with just enough time to not see a giant landmass get launched in the sky and as soon as he gets there they're uh um the king's like, hey, you lied to us. We're going to kill you. And yeah. <laughs> when they get to his execution, they're like, oh, 
the king's vice is like, this guy was from your crew, and he says you're a liar. And everyone in the crowd is like, oh no, he is a liar. But the guy in the crowd, the guy who said he's a liar, wasn't part of his crew at all. But uh, his crew members like get the shit kicked out of him while they try to speak out. And Nolan dies while everyone calls him a liar and a bad person. And while that happens, um, uh, Shandia launches up and like lands on the beanstalk, which is really weird that it just so happens to do that. And it like knocks the golden bell and flies off. As the bell's ringing, everyone in Skypea is like, hey, look, there's a bunch of Earth over there. And then the current god at that time is like, guess what? That's mine. <laughs> and when they get there, um, they, uh, he's like, this land is all mine. I'm god. You got to get out of here. And Kalgara fights him to his death. And at the same time, Nolan's like, oh, man, <laughs> I hope everything's I hope Kalgara will be OK. And they both kind of die at the same time. And they do get to meet again in, in the afterlife. Yeah. Probably. So what a great <laughs> what a great loving story of sadness and disappointment, death. Um that really, you know, yep. it was a nice sort of levity before we return to the destruction and death, um disappointment of uh <laughs> of Skypea. Um <laughs> Yep. And then when we get back, uh everything's falling apart. Everyone's fleeing. Everyone, everyone's just saying everything's over. We're all gonna Great. die. Ah uh, um, <laughs> man. So yeah. <laughs> Eventually, we do get a nice ending. Uh, where uh, <laughs> well, we just get a nice ending to these episodes where Luffy's running up the giant Jack with the ball pulling behind him, and he's like, "Hey, Enel's not gonna get that yeah. goddamn bell because I'm gonna kick his ass. <laughs> kick his fucking electric butt." <laughs> So yeah, that's uh, we we're ready to finish Skypea. I don't know if I don't think it's next recording, but maybe two more, unless we just cram it. Um, oh yeah, there's six episodes left. So next uh, episode we'll we'll wrap up Skypea. I didn't hear what number you said, but yeah, six, six. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, next time we'll be done with Skypea, and that makes us talk about Water Seven for the rest of our lives. <laughs> that's good though water, water 7 is is really good um it's also probably a bummer for a while <laughs> so we'll uh we'll get there let's plug our sh- the shit that we do um follow us on twitter at we are watching op that's the handle um i make i make dumb shit post photoshops and so do you, but like, I'm trying to make them more, I'm trying to make jokes more regularly, so there's reason to follow it. Um, but yeah, I, I try and post with every episode some stupid picture that one of us made. Um, last week was Shonen's is the same, I made the edit that we joked about. Um, if you scroll back far enough, you'll find Eminem's and Yada, uh, uh, Juggalo Buggy. Um, I like that one because I got I was at work and I was yeah. making money to make that on the clock making <laughs> shit posts. Um, so there's that. Um, you can also I follow me on Twitter at Ghost of Joe. It's, uh, Ghost of J O. Um, I've been writing about video games. You can find those. Uh, my next thing that I write about 
probably Stranger Things. Um, and I have another podcast you can find uh, called Got It Memorized, Kingdom Hearts Recap Podcast. You can find it on iTunes or whatever app you use to search that. You can probably search Kingdom Hearts Podcast and find it. Although now we realize there's another one very similar. Um, but we're friends, so it's cool. <laughs> and that's all I got. What you got? Uh, no, I don't. I don't have. Nope, still none. We might be might be doing one Thanksgiving weekend, so a week after this, um, we would have this this weekend of at this a uh, podcast dropping, but uh, the DM got married, so we, we can't do, do that. Um, <laughs> that'll get you busy. Yeah. Um, um, he's in his honeymoon in Cancun. Um, let's see. Uh, I'm getting my shit together and I'm gonna have a video on Sonic Adventure 2 out by December 1st. <laughs> I'm saying yeah. that saying that partially because I've been distracted by life to do it since April. And mm-hmm. also by saying that on here, that gives me that gives me a reason to be like, oh fuck, I said it's gonna be out then, so I better do it. Yeah. But, well I think I think now you have uh you've gotten your like sort of studio recording shit set up and yeah, and along your, your, with it, your work I can, is uh, a bit more stable, and <laughs> yeah, you can plan. I think better. <laughs> yeah, and along with that, uh, Sonic was good for two months, but then it went back to being bad again. So, did you, you like Mania? I, I, it's. I mean, I'll it's, save. It's, it's, I'll it's save good my... in, the, in the standard of Sonic. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll save my hot hot Sonic takes for the video. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's 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 half a video about Sonic Adventure two and half a video about Sonic being not good. I did a. <laughs> it's like seventy five percent about Sonic Adventure two, and then twenty five percent about Sonic probably not being very yeah. good. <laughs> my my friend my friend Nick and I did a, a live stream where we tried to talk about um, Breath of the Wild and uh, Mario Odyssey, which you can find also if you scroll down my Twitter far enough because we put that on YouTube. Um, we really wanted to talk about how these games were good and why they improved and were like not the same derivative shit. But all we did was talk about how derivative and shitty old Zelda games are. <laughs> um, and I, I I would dunk on Mario Sunshine, but Nick is a strong Mario Sunshine defender. So <laughs> bummer. <laughs> I think that's it. Um, yeah. what what uh what sneak preview? Are you going to give us this next time on we are watching one piece next time on we are watching one piece. Uh, I, I haven't watched anything. So, cause I didn't want to forget. <laughs> I, di- I didn't want to forget th- this stuff. Cause I knew if I did, I'd forget. So I didn't. <laughs> so next time, I mean, we finished Skype PS. So you can probably presume that um, Luffy's going to fight an L. And, Luffy uh, fights Enel, and then he uses his, his rubber stretchy powers to pull Skypea back together. Yes. All right. <laughs> New plan. We you have to make it up on the spot every time. <laughs> good. I like this. This is very good. Oh man. <laughs> by the by, the time that we're by the time skip, our our show will have like forty different sticks and actually be good and funny. <laughs> But until then, until Luffy puts the world back together with his arm, um, uh, to be continued. <laughs> to be continued. Okay. 
Welcome to Got It Memorized, a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. You might even figure out what's going on, maybe. We're going to go world by world, game by game, in release order. And we'll make sure to name our episodes sensibly so you know what order to listen to them in. You know, 1, 2, 2.5, 3, 5, 8 over 2. So subscribe to Got It Memorized to be alerted of our weekly episodes in iTunes or whatever other garbage platforms you use to listen to podcasts. We promise to do our best to figure out which Ansem is which. Maybe the real Ansem was the friends we made along the way. Got it. Memorized? Memorized?